listening to the Savannah Zombie Podcast, the podcast of author Josh Vasquez. That's me in this podcast where I talk about all kinds of things. I talk about uh, zombies and writing and publishing books and uh, geeky things, you know, nerdy, nerdy stuffs, uh, Star Wars, uh, Marvel movies, you know, basically anything I want to talk about. Um, so, uh, hey, yeah, how's it going? Um, yeah, uh, what is today? Today is Thursday. Oh, my goodness. What is today? Um, yeah, so I have been, uh, at my real job, I have, I've become like a a route trainer, which means I train some of the new, uh, the new hires that they have to, uh, become a route trainer, or, uh, route drivers, uh, as, as myself, so I've had, a a training with me for the past, uh, what is it, uh, four weeks now? Yeah, four weeks now, so, uh, yeah, he, uh, He's been uh, he's been doing pretty good, uh, but yeah, it's just like uh, I feel like I've been super busy in uh, in my my day job and all that. Plus, I've been uh, trying to get all these uh, Savannah Zombie novels out here, and uh, so published uh, the director's cut, published a new Darkness, uh, new Daybreak's gonna be coming next week. Um, so yeah, man, I just I feel like I've been in the in the thick of it. I feel like I've been getting a lot done, but at the same time, I also feel like I haven't been getting anything done. You know what I'm saying? It's like one of those. So uh, yeah, just a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so if you um, are subscribed to the podcast and you uh, got an episode uh, notification yesterday, it's because um, I accidentally republished the Tyson versus the Zombie Apocalypse episode. Um, funny story behind that. Uh, so I was at work yesterday, and um, uh, basically uh, somebody uh, ratted me out, Peyton, uh, that I was an author in front of our new uh, our new GM, uh, our new general manager, and she was like, "Oh, really?" And she's like, "What do you write?" And then, then you know, I did the you know the normal where I explained that I write zombie novels, and I got the normal like, "Oh." okay, that's cool, (laughs) um, and, uh, yeah, so, and then Peyton, uh, Peyton's just real good about throwing, throwing information out there, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, and does a podcast, too, Tyson was on it, and, uh, Tyson was standing right there, he's like, dude, shut up, (laughs) uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, so anyway, she said she was gonna download the Tyson versus the zombie apocalypse episode, um, <laughs> and listen to it on her morning run, and I was like, oh, okay, and Tyson was like, oh, like, so anyways, I was like, hey, man, you want me to, you want me to just unpublish it, and I was like, I don't know if it'll take it away from other apps, you know, like, I don't know if it'll, like, retract it from the other, you know, the other, like, Apple apps, or, uh, Google Podcast, or, you know, all that other stuff, it turns out, it doesn't, so, it's out there in the world, um, so I re- I just went to go ahead and republish it, not thinking that it would like publish it like as a new episode, um, but it definitely did. So if you got that notification yesterday, that's what that was. Um, but yeah, if you haven't listened to that episode, uh, give it a little listen to. It's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it's basically kind of a role-playing scenario uh, with uh, my buddy Tyson, who uh, who works with me. Uh, he works at the, the same place that I work, and. Uh, He's actually, he's actually the route trainer, uh, one of the route trainers that trained me. So it's like, uh, he's kind of like, uh, he's like my trainee's grandpa, you know, I tell him to, I tell him to call him Grandpa Tyson because that's what he is. 
Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but the, if you haven't ever checked out that episode, it was a lot of fun to do. Uh, it was kind of like a, almost like a role-playing deal, uh, zombie apocalypse. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's up there. Uh, you can check that out. And, um, yeah, I'm still kind of like, I'm, I'm on the fence of like what I want to talk about. Like, cause like there's a, a couple of things, uh, for like this episode. And, um, I'm just not, I'm just uh, like, honestly, like, cause you know, I don't, I don't prepare for this. Like if this is your first time listening, um, I don't really do any prep work for these except for like the, uh, <laughs> like the, uh, uh, the doom episode. I did, I did a lot of prep work for that one. Cause you guys know I care about doom and, um, like anything that has to do with like star Wars or like a Marvel movie recap or something like that. Uh, but yeah, so, um, two things, two things. All right. So recently, uh, I downloaded, uh, or, uh, got HBO max to watch the justice league, which we've talked about uh, a bunch. And, um, uh, the end of, end of last month, end of March, uh, Kong versus Godzilla came out. And so since I still had the HBO max, I was like, cool, I'll watch this. And I watched it and I got thoughts, man. I got thoughts about that movie. <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking my kombucha today, so if you hear me sipping on something, that's what that is. Um, so part of me wants to talk about that, and then the other part of me just kind of wants to talk about, like, the stuff that's, uh, been going on with, like, publishing, and, um, uh, just, uh, getting all the stuff ready and all that, just a couple of, a couple of things I've figured out for myself, uh, which is, uh, super helpful, but, uh, yeah, and I'd, I'd like to pass that on. So, um... I think one of those is a little bit more interesting than the other, so we're going to do, like, a little mismatch. Uh, we'll start off with, like, the, uh, publishing stuff, and then I'll end with my, my thoughts on Kong versus Godzilla. Alright, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get this started. Alright, so, uh, yeah, republishing things. Uh, I've had, uh, I've had, uh, I would, I, I use the word fun. There's a lot of things, uh, like, with the director's cut, um, uh, I was the biggest thing with that was I put it up for pre-order, right? So there would be like a page, like on Amazon, that uh, me and Adam uh, with the Hollow Books, like we had something like we could point to in the meantime while while everything else was like pulled off um, to kind of like help, you know, like like hey, like yeah, this this is for pre-order. You can go and, and grab it. I don't mind being completely like honest and open with my numbers. I think we had five five pre-orders for it, so you know nothing like nothing crazy nothing obviously that's gonna uh like you know you know, make the front page news or anything but um it wasn't really the reason why we did it was the uh was the, the, the uh, pre-orders what uh we wanted for it was like i said just somewhere where we could point to uh and be like oh hey yeah here's the uh the page for the book and everything so um but the thing about the pre-orders is you have to have the like manuscript and all that like uploaded by a certain date like beforehand um so it puts a little bit more like crunch time i feel like on trying to get everything ready and get it ready by that uh by that uh day because um amazon's like hey if you don't if you don't if you mess this up you we're not gonna let you do this for like another year and i'm like oh I mean, that sounds fair. I mean, I'm not, like, saying that's, like, a bad policy. Like, that's definitely, that makes sense. But I was, at the same time, I was like, oh, man, what did I do to myself? Because I'm a very much uh, do things at the last minute kind of person, um, unfortunately. And uh, so, but, yeah, so that was, that was a lot of fun. 
and then um, coming into a new darkness obviously we weren't doing the uh, the pre-order uh, I was just gonna release it on the following Tuesday um, but even that like still kind of I was coming down to the wire uh, the night before uh, so Monday night uh, it was just supposed to be uh, like a finish up uh, the manuscript and get it get it on Amazon deal uh, which I just had to take uh, so one thing I'm doing different is uh, the short stories that I have uh, written in the series that kind of uh, have been like just a little standalone uh, little thing for uh, on uh, the what am I trying to say? Jeez, I'm like stumbling all over my words today. On like Amazon and like ebooks and all that. Like CJ's story was a like the standalone uh, free story that I gave away, and then Lex's story was just a short story that um, I don't I, I can't remember how much I charged for it, but at least you know I, I don't remember. Um, so this time around, rather than having them kind of be their own thing, I've just included them with the book that they kind of correspond to. So CJ's story is in the back of uh, A New Death, and then Lex's story is in the back of A New Darkness. Um, so that kind of just gets uh, makes it a little bit longer. So anyways, uh, last Monday, um, I was trying to uh, finish up A New Darkness, get it ready to get put on Amazon. And um, it was just supposed to be an easy uh, drag and drop of uh, putting the Lex's story in there. Because uh, I originally had CJ's story in there. Because when I originally wrote it, uh, CJ's story was the free short story. Um, so, but I included it in the A New Darkness manuscript. Like, hey, like there's this story that happens in in, in between. Um, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't read that, um, if doesn't really like you could not read that and be fine but at the same time like it helps build up some of the characters like especially like CJ um, so uh, you I would give like the option like an ebook like hey if you haven't read that you can click here and it'll take you to that um, or if you're in the paperback hey it's in the back of the book you can read that first and then come back and read the uh, the, the, the rest of the book um, so but this time I go around I just added CJ story into uh, a new death because the first book because it's a more of a continuation of that one and Lex's story uh, is more a continuation of uh, a new darkness the second book so I've just done it that way anyways long story short just supposed to be a drag and drop situation but it was um was not because um, uh, come to find out I didn't have like a copy of Lex's story saved anywhere the only copy I had was like a um, uh, like the PDF no it wasn't even a PDF file it was an HTML file because um, sometimes when uh, there's uh, pictures or uh, images in the thing um, I will save it as uh, an HTML uh, file uh, because it's a little bit easier for uh, I don't know I guess it's a little bit easier for Kindle to kind of like uh, uh, deal with that information as opposed to just a straight-up Word document which uh, originally you couldn't uh, just upload a Word document to Kindle but now they've uh, they've changed it the only thing you gotta watch out with that is like sometimes the formatting gets a little little wonky. So, anyways, um, supposed to be an easy drag and drop this Lexus story in there. Then I couldn't find it. Like I'm looking on all my flash drives. It's not in my Google Drive. It's not in my Dropbox. 
I'm like pulling out the old laptop that barely works and I'm trying to get this thing to boot up and hopefully not shut down because that's what it was doing. It was just randomly shutting down and like, please don't shut down. Let me get this file off of here, or at least <laughs> please let there be a file on here. Um, so ended up finding uh, a file of it, uh, went through it to make sure it was like, you know, like a decent, you know, like a recently, a recently edited file. And, um, yeah, so it was like, uh, it was like nine, nine thirty. Like I got it, I got it up, <laughs> uh, Monday night. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an adventure. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of uh, frustration that I was not prepared for because I just assumed I would go into my, my Lexus story folder, grab the file, copy it and drop it in the place of where it should be and call the night. And that's not what happened. So anyways, mm. Trying to get back on this kombucha train, you know what I'm saying? Stuff's good. I don't know. I don't know. I likes it. I likes it. It's kind. Of, I don't know. It's kind of like a, a sparkling water. Like not the taste, but like um, I didn't really care for sparkling water at first. Um, I still don't really care for like just regular sparkling water. But I like them alcoholic ones. You know what I'm saying? Them Trulies and them White Claws, brother. Jazz would be delicious. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, long story short. Um, it's been, it's been a lot of, uh, a lot of hurdles to get over publishing my own books, which is always just interesting because like, dude, this is like your stuff. You should have it ready to go. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Anyways. Um, so working on a new day break, getting that finished up, um, kind of almost a similar thing with that. Like I could have swore I've worked on this, uh, this manuscript within the, uh, the, this past year. Um, and judging by the dates on all of my documents, it doesn't look like it. it looks like the last time I touched this was like in August of last year, which is crazy. I, I, I could have swore I've worked on it. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I've been going through that and uh, did a bunch of uh, uh, copy editing last night. Um, got to do some content, a uh, little bit of content editing, and I got to finish up. Uh, I have to write a the prologue, and uh, there's one scene in the middle that um, I wasn't really sure how I was going to write it until I finished the book. So I got to write that, and then I've got to write the uh, the ending. So there's those things. I've got to write some stuff. I got to edit a little bit of stuff. Um, but that's my, my my big thing for this weekend, other than cutting my grass in my neighbor's grass, which I've um, adopted. Um, slash you know he's paying me to do um so that's that that's my big goals for this weekend um let's see what else is going on oh so yeah yeah one thing i've discovered is um and i saw a video for this not too long ago about editing um yeah if you're using uh microsoft word to edit your your manuscripts or anything there is a feature in there that allows you to um What is the word? Uh, transcribe. Sorry, I was like, what is the word? Since not talk to not talk to text is more of a, a text messaging term. What's the actual term? Uh, uh, transcribe. That's the word. There it is. Um, actually, you transcribe like in your in in Microsoft Word. Like if you can, you wanna uh, you have a microphone and all that, you can just basically if it's easier for you to kind of talk it out, it'll 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 write it for you and it does a pretty good job. Um, uh, does, you know, yeah, it does a pretty good job. Uh, for me, uh, I found that transcribing just doesn't really, uh, 
just doesn't really help me, you know, because um, uh, I do so much, uh, like, dialogue and stuff like that, which requires, like, quotation marks and new lines and, like, uh, you know, just kind of a little bit more than just talking. Um, I just kind of have come to the realization, uh, because my writing is kind of dialogue heavy, that uh, transcribing would just be me having to go back and re-edit a bunch of that. Um, plus, like, I don't always speak very clearly. I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> but um, it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't always pick up exactly what I'm saying. Sometimes my, my southern accent comes a little bit thicker than, than other times. You know, I'll say, ha, yep, 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 yep. Um, and um, so, uh, yeah, it doesn't always quite quite get what I'm saying, and then I'm like, well, now I have to go back and re-edit this intelligible block of text that I've, I've, I've written, so uh, it just ends up just not working for me, but hey, it works for a lot of people, a lot of people are like, oh, they swear by it, they're like, oh, I, I used to, writing was such a chore for me, and then I discovered uh, transcribing, and it's, I've been able to get so much more work done, so hey, that works for you, hey, no, that's an option in Microsoft Word. But the thing that I saw that really works for me is um, there's also an option that will uh, let Microsoft Word read your text. Now, it's not like uh, like an audiobook narrator. It's very, uh, you know, uh, very AI um, narrator kind of deal. You know, like it's not like somebody actually reading it. It's, you know, that doesn't always get the... Uh, the uh, nuance that you're going for, but it does allow you to hear your writing in, uh, like, like allows you, allows you to hear your writing. Okay, so uh, for me, I do a lot of self-editing, right? Um, so uh, a big thing for me is um, I like to read uh, the work aloud, right? And um, the reason I do that is because when you read it aloud, you are hearing it, and when you hear things. Um, you can hear when something sounds off easier than when you're trying to self-edit and read over it because your brain, the weird thing that is your brain, will sometimes read over uh, mistakes or not hear mistakes because in your brain, you know what you were trying to say. So your brain is just like, oh yeah, like, no, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that mistake, dog. I got that one. That's, uh, you were trying to say this, but it, that's not what it says on the paper. So with the, uh, with this little narration tool they got on there, you can now have, um, this computer voice read it to you, um, which I think is even more helpful than just kind of reading it yourself. Cause I, I still think that your brain will kind of like, uh, uh, just kind of, you know, not well, it just miss things because that's how our brains work. <laughs> it's really funny how lazy our brains are. <laughs> they work really hard, but they're really lazy at the same time. Like, oh yeah, that information? No, I don't need that information. <laughs> like, I, one of my favorite little facts is like how your nose is always visible, but like your brain just like, yeah, yeah, we, we don't need to see that all the time, dog. Let's. <laughs> so it makes me wonder, like, if like when we're babies, like, do you babies see their nose? And that's why they're so concerned when you say they, that you got their nose. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like what's going on? Like what's going on with these brains? Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just, uh, that's a, that's a really cool feature that I did not know was there. It's probably pretty uh, new. Um, I feel like they've been, uh, kind of like slyly adding in things. Um, 
kind of like the uh, the transcribing and all that stuff, uh, which is good because like uh, most uh, Microsoft uh, users are now it's it's now all subscription based. So um, yeah, it's it'd be really easy for Microsoft Word to be like, all right, this is the word processor, this is what you get. Um, but it seems like they're uh, they're putting stuff in there every now and then, so that that's good. I know a lot of people uh, that are writers that like you know like they despise Microsoft Word. Um, for me, it's one of those things where this is it's just what I know, and it's, I don't have to. I know a lot of people will uh, will swear by Scrivener, and um, I tried it, and it's just I, I didn't have the time to to learn how to use it properly. Um, so uh, I've just I've just you know I'm stuck in my old ways. You know I'm an old I'm an old crotchety writer. <laughs> uh, yeah, get away from my typewriter. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, and that's I think the the last thing about like writing and stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, I feel like the sipping of the kombucha is just a little bit more aggressive than the coffee. I don't know. I don't know why. I think it's because it's a, it's a, in a bottle as opposed to my coffee mug. Uh, but yeah, so sorry about those aggressive sips. I'm really thirsty. Not really. I just want those B vitamins. B vitamins make me feel good. Um, alright, so Kong versus Godzilla, y'all, man, this was just, um, just a lot of fun, because, you know, like, I like to kind of dissect movies, especially as, like, a, as a storyteller, um, I like to look at them, like, from kind of, like, that lens, and, uh, dude, Godzilla versus, or Kong versus God, no, wait, which one was it, Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, yeah, Godzilla goes first, then Kong, um, it's just a bonkers movie, man, it's just so crazy, um, and, like, the funny thing is, is, like, it takes itself, like, 100% serious within the movie world, which just kind of makes it fun, um, and it, it, it really is, like, this modern, like, uh, I don't want to say B-movie, but, like, you just, if you go back and you just watch, like, the old King Kong movies and the old, excuse me, Godzilla movies, like, they're just so hokey and, like, just, they, like, goofy and, like, it's obviously a guy in a rubber suit and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's fun. You know, they're just dumb monster movies kind of deal. And, uh, yeah, Kong versus Godzilla is, is very much that as well. And, uh, it's just, uh, it was just, I guess the best way to describe it, it's just big dumb fun. And, uh, just monsters on the screen fighting. There's not a lot of depth to it, you know? Um, it's not like the, the latest episode of, uh, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where you're just like, oh, what did I just watch? Like, oh my goodness, it's so deep. <laughs> and, um, it, no, it's, it's you know, Big Lizard fights Big Monkey. And, um, and, I, and I loved it for that. It was a lot of fun. Uh, there's definitely times, because I watched it, it was, it was definitely, uh, I think I watched it, started watching it uh, Thursday night, like when it came out. And, um, yeah, it was just like, uh, late in, I was like tired from the work day and I was just like, what in the world am I watching? Um, so it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I came back on, uh, Monday after watching that, uh, film and I was explaining it to my trainee and like, he was like, yeah, no, go ahead and, you know, like, give me the, give me the breakdown. And I just like went through this whole movie and he's like, I, I honestly, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, I know that's the movie, man. It's just crazy. 
So um, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it without spoilers, I'm gonna do. I'm almost to work. I'm probably about five, ten minutes away, depending on traffic. And um, so I'm gonna do a quick breakdown of this. I'm gonna break down this whole entire movie in ten minutes. So if you haven't seen this movie and you want to see a movie without spoilers. Um, now would be a good time to leave, okay? So have a good week. I'll see you next time. New Dead Breaks coming out on Tuesday, all right? Cool. All right, they gone? Sweet. If you're not gone and you're still listening, that's on you guys. All right, cool. All right, so I, and it, like, it's been like two weeks since I've seen this movie. So, all right, quick. Boom. Uh, King Kong is on Skull Island, and um, it's uh, like a bunch of storms and stuff. Like there's hurricanes and like all that or something. Like this big storm is just like swallowed up the island for some reason. And so they built like this big dome thing for King Kong that he lives in. But they made it look like it's like the whole island, but it's not really the whole island. It's just like this small little, it's not really small, but like, you know, it's a huge giant facility. But still, it's not the whole island. And King Kong's realizing this. He's throwing, he's throwing trees at the sun and then it turns into like, you know, it's obviously a, a, a projection on a dome and all that. And so uh, he's, he's not very happy about that, you know? He's like, hey man, I'm King Kong, bro. You don't treat me like this. And um, actually, I think he's, I think he's just Kong at this point. I don't, I don't know if he's been referred to as King Kong. Um, but uh, yeah, so he is, uh, you know, he's, that's what he's up to. Godzilla, on the other hand, uh, he's, he's attacking these, uh, he's attacking these uh, Apex facilities, which is the like evil corporation or whatever in these movies, and uh, he's just, he's just wrecking stuff. You know, he's being a real dick. And so like uh, Millie Bobby Brown is like, hey, you know, Godzilla's, he's not, he's not a dick. He's, he's a good guy. He helped us that one time in that movie that I was in. And um, no, nobody's like listening to her. So she like starts. Uh, she uh, meets up with this uh, conspiracy podcast guy who works for the uh, evil corporation Apex, and he's been like leaking information and uh, or trying to leak uh, information as much as he possibly can without getting caught and without getting murdered. And um, so. Uh, yeah, so Godzilla's attacking this facility and stuff like that, and there's that whole plot line. And then the evil uh, scientist, um, owner of the evil corporation, um, he comes to this other scientist guy. He's like, "Hey, I heard you had this theory about Hollow Earth, which is like when the Earth, like there's like there's like a whole like another ecosystem inside the Earth. Like it's not like a molten core like." we've been taught it is which i just recently found out that's a theory that's not even we don't even know we don't even know that's just a theory we've been taught that it's fact since we were children that the inside of the earth is just like this molten hot core we don't know that we have no idea what the heck dude this is some bull jive. Anyways, so King Kong, uh, or Kong versus Godzilla touches on this, which is just crazy because this is the bonkers movie, right? So the evil scientist goes to this guy's like, the scientist guy's like, hey, you, you, heard this, got this, you and your brother had this theory about Hollow Earth. And the guy's like, yeah, my brother tried to go down there and there's like a gravitational shift that freaking squished him into a pancake. Now he's super dead. Now I'm all sad and my hair's long and whatnot. Leave me alone. And so evil scientist is like, all right, bet. 
and he's got these like I've got these like super awesome like they're not spaceships but they're like pretty much spaceships and they don't get crushed when you go into the gravitational fields like that and scientists are like alright bet I hate when people say that I don't know why I started saying that um, I think because it makes this synopsis uh, a little bit funnier um, so anyways uh, he's like alright cool so we'll take these ships we'll go down that hollow earth and you know we'll just do some poking around and mad scientists like yeah I think there's like this power source down there and I kind of like need like a little just like a little snippet dude so if you could grab me like some of that job that'd be pretty dope and scientists like all right cool so how are we gonna get down there and anyways they get the idea like a titan will be able to lead them down there so titans are the big big monsters um so they're like dude let's get let's get freaking kong bro kong will show us down there so they put kong on a boat right oh yeah there's a little girl she's deaf uh, she does sign language with kong that's the thing okay so they get him on a boat. Oh, she's got a lady sign. I guess she's a scientist. I don't really know. She's got a lady that like like takes care of her and stuff like that. Um, and um, she comes along for the trip too. So they get Kong on these like boats, man. They got like a bunch of ships too, like aircraft carriers, battleships. They've got like the whole deal, right? Like, and so like they are going to Ant Antarctica. I think is where like the opening is. So they're going there, and uh, they got Kong on the boat, right? Obviously, you see where this is going. We've seen the trailers. We know what's gonna happen. Godzilla shows up he starts wrecking shit and um he starts just you know messing things up and he starts getting uh getting real just you know he's pissing he's pissing kong off right kong's not liking this and so kong is getting all upset said they got him all chained to the boat so they got we gotta release the chains anyways godzilla flips the boat over kong's underwater he's a monkey he can't breathe underwater um uh, the big, the main scientist guy who had long hair, now he's got short hair. He like uh, hits the release lever, lets Kong go. They they fight, and um, you know they get they get into it. They get into it on the boat, and um, you know they're just just going to town, man, just fighting it up. Obviously, Godzilla's got the upper hand because he's a freaking water lizard, right? That swims and stuff. Kong is, you know, he's big monkey. You know, he he's not he's not built for all this, but he's you know he's still he reckon reckon Godzilla pretty pretty you know he's not he's not getting completely whooped on you know but he you know he's he gets a couple hits in but obviously first first round goes to Godzilla because obviously they Kong just can't touch him in the water he just can't touch him in the water you know um so uh basically he knocks King Kong out King Kong gets like throws himself back on the boat like he's like super super hurt and stuff and then um uh, uh, Godzilla is like, all right, cool, deuces, and dips off because they turn all the boats off, and like, I guess they like tricked Godzilla into thinking that they were like dead in the water, so he like took, he takes off. So now they're like, all right, cool, how do we get Antarctica if we can't like turn our boats back on? And um, so they're like, oh sweet, I got an idea. So they get these helicopters and they hook Kong up to these helicopters and basically carry him. Uh, with these big giant like ropes or chains or whatever and uh, they carry him to Antarctica um, so and then he's like all like he doesn't want to go into like the hole for hollow earth and stuff like that and they gotta like hey little girl can you like tell him like hey we kind of need to kind of need you to take us in this hole and the little girl's like well she doesn't say anything because she yeah, she's like mute she's mute deaf and um, so she does sign language to him and um <laughs> And um, because, you know, gorillas, all gorillas know sign language. You know, that's just a fact. Everybody knows that. We've seen it in movies. If there's a gorilla in your movie and it doesn't know sign language, guess what? Not a real gorilla. Um, so, uh, yeah. So she does some sign language to him. He's like, all right, fine. We'll go down there. 
go down the hill or go down into the hole and um, then they hit like like a deeper hole and they go down in there and the gravitational forces like flip and um, uh, and everything goes cray and then um, uh, they're like falling and then they hit the thing and like Kong goes through fine because he's a titan I guess because he's big um, and then they fall in and like, it's a freaking, like, it's a whole, like another world down there. It's like a lost world, not the Jurassic Park lost world, but like the Arthur Conan Doyle uh, lost world, like the old school, um, sci-fi, um, uh, where it's like this, like whole hidden, hidden world and all that stuff. And it's like prehistoric almost kind of. Yeah. And there's big monsters down there. Things are bigger because there's no uh, radiation from the sun or something. There's still sunlight. I don't know how that works. Like there's still some light source. I'm not really sure what's going on with that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but uh, like I said, really late when I watched this movie. So yeah, they're going in there. They're exploring. They find, uh, they find uh, this big cave. Kong's like, dude, I've been here before. Or like he has like this genetic memory of that he's been there before. Whole meantime, Millie Bobby Brown and her friend and the conspiracy guy, they get like somehow like they're like, exp uh, they're like, we got to go find what's going on, what's causing Godzilla to attack these facilities. And so they go to uh, the one apex facility that I guess that's near them, end up in an underground, end up on a train, end up in, is it, in a, end up in Hong Kong? It's Hong Kong or it's, or it's South Korea. I can't remember if it's I can't remember if it's Seoul or if it's Hong Kong. Uh, it's one of those. Um, so they end up over there in Apex facility. Then they find out that Apex has been making a Mecha Godzilla in order to fight Godzilla in order to make humans the Apex predator on the planet again. Hence the name Apex for the evil corporation. And um, they're like, oh no, we got to stop this and. Anyways, they get caught because, you know, of course they do. And um, so that's, this is what the power source is for. So cut back to Hollow Earth. They're in this big cave. Kong finds this big, like, big freaking axe. It's got, like, a Godzilla scale in it, um, which is, uh, which is like, uh, you know, it's going to come back later into play and all that. And um, so uh, try to wrap this up real quick because I'm at work. And um, so he... Uh, finds this big big rock throne he sits down to it i think that's when he becomes king kong he's like yeah i'm i'm, a, I'm you know I'm, I'm i'm big you know big monkey um so anyways they find evil scientists down in the hollow earth they find the uh, pl uh power source and they don't even like have to like take it back up they do some like crazy movie bs where they basically like take a sample of it and just like upload it to the evil corporations like servers or something like that and now all of a sudden they have this power source so they turn on mecha godzilla evil the big bad evil scientist is about to explain his evil plan to millie bobby brown because reasons you know because he's got to explain it to somebody you know um and uh mecha godzilla turns on oh it's got like a pilot like but like it's kind of like uh he's like in a separate deal like it's all like a, a neuro link kind of thing um uh well anyways like mecha godzilla turns on and he like 
immediately turns evil somehow um and um like fries the pilot's brain and then he's like standing behind the evil scientist guy while he's giving his monologue and he just like swipes through the window kills that dude and he just starts wrecking stuff right he starts going all godzilla on and they're like oh man this is what we were trying to avoid guys and um so he's like he's messing up the city and stuff like that mess just just taking stuff out just being a real dick about things And, uh, so anyways, Godzilla shows up and he's like, bro, not cool, bro. So he's like fighting and I think I'm, oh, I'm skipping like a whole bunch of stuff. So before all that Mecha Godzilla stuff happens, Godzilla shows up because he knows Mecha Godzilla is about to get turned on, right? And that's the whole point that Godzilla has been trying to do. He's been trying to figure out what's, they're making this Mecha Godzilla because they're using like King Ghidorah's head or something like that. And, um, and uh he's trying to stop it and uh so he's like like it looks like he's wrecking the city but he's really just like uh you know trying to stop this uh, mecha godzilla from being made he does his atomic breath and it makes a hole all the way into the hollow earth and it just happens to be like right where king kong's at and so um yeah so they end up coming back up king kong and godzilla fight big big fight right uh got king kong kind of gets his butt handed to him again um he has to get like uh, a defibrillated by like one of those aircraft things that i was talking about and just it's just wild and so like they're fighting um godzilla's out obviously got the upper hand and he's like just he's just atomic breath and everything man like obviously why wouldn't you like i, I know in the early movies he's kind of like held back a little bit but like now he's just like nah screw it man brah brah and uh he's just lighting stuff up man um but king kong's got that axe and it's got that godzilla scale on it so like godzilla like hits it with the uh atomic breath and it like powers up that scale and king kong just starts wailing on this dude and um it's a pretty close fight but godzilla ends up winning in the in the end and um king kong's got to be like (laughs) resuscitated and um so he comes back and godzilla's off fighting mecha godzilla and king kong comes over and now they're both fighting mecha godzilla and uh, they're just you know going to town on it and uh you doesn't look like they're gonna win but somehow king kong like just like gets that like you know gets that he 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 mans up right and he comes after uh mecha godzilla like ends up like ripping all he rips arms off rips his head off and all this stuff it's crazy and then um godzilla like king kong like they like look at each other and they're like all right cool we're cool now we're we're friends well we're not friends i hate you but um you can you can leave now you know kind of deal so godzilla's like all right deuces and just straight up dips back into the ocean like (laughs) like no big deal and um and King Kong's like, oh, like, what's up, dude? Um, and yeah, the movie ends with uh, King Kong uh, ending up in Hollow Earth, and that's you know he's King Kong down there, you know he's king. So we'll probably see a Godzilla versus a uh, um, Kong again. Um, something's gonna happen where it's gonna make them like not friends, or they're you know gonna have to team back up to beat some bigger bad guy or something like that but yeah just a wild movie just crazy and like i i barely even just scratched the surface of all the stuff that happens in that movie it's it's crazy so if you haven't seen it and you've somehow wanted to listen to this before you saw it um you i yeah there's major spoilers but at the same time like you, you there's a bunch of stuff that i just glossed over and didn't even talk about so anyways that's it. That's it. Uh, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> Writing and editing and, and publishing stuff and watching uh, Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, I watched Ready Player One last week, but I'll save that synopsis for <laughs> another another episode because I got thoughts about that one. 
uh, but we'll, we'll get into that after I'm done with all this uh, Savannah Zombie stuff. Um, so, yeah, a little bit more probably regular uh, regular uh, um, scheduling after I'm done with all this stuff because I just, I just, I don't know, I just, I've been feeling tapped lately. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out the Tyson vs. Zombie Apocalypse episode, go ahead and check that one out. It was fun. Um, new Daybreak's coming out Tuesday. Um, a New Darkness and A New Death, the director's cut, those are both out. So if you haven't uh, checked those out, um, if you can. Uh, I have noticed a lot of people have been reading it on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have a Kindle Unlimited uh, subscription, it is on there. Um, if you want to buy it um, and you're holding out for a better deal, I will bundle all three books um, once uh, A New Daybreak comes out. So um, you'll you save, you, save yourself a little coin that way. All right? Cool. All of it uh, is good for me, though, so I don't, I don't, either way, either way works for me, all right? Cool. You guys have a good week, and I will talk to you next time.